0: What's wrong with you i miss my wrestling you Miss your wrestling yes i
1: i need my wrestling all right man calm down it's all good you know why
0: because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix follow us on facebook at tent wrestling pro wrestling discussions on twitter at the NZGuri. Catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh yeah!
2: This is Robbie Radke, the most underrated professional wrestler of all time, and one way to not kill your mood is to listen to the 2300 Wrestling
0: Podcast. We are the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet T. referee, Dave Keener. No, and I, I do have some
1: sweet tea. Thank you, DB. Oh, you're welcome. Gotta be always. the sweet tea. I mean, always. always, man. That's your gimmick. And... Right. Gotta make sure we grab some for next Saturday. Well, yes, we'll get tons of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, um, we have a special guest tonight. We do?
0: <laughs> you're
1: both dumb. Uh, so, I, who is it? Robbie Radke. Hello, Robbie. Hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Doing pretty good. good. Yeah. So, how,
0: how's everything going with this whole COVID um 19 i think it's called it's not even 21 yet you can't take it on no that. you can't take it to
2: the bar take... no <laughs> um i things are actually going pretty good for me uh, i've been working from home since march uh, no real issues for me uh, i was planning to go to wrestlemania this year that obviously didn't happen and then some concerts got canceled but yeah other than that no problems over here
0: so, what concert did you want to go to? Uh,
2: so, I had tickets to My Chemical Romance, which was supposed to be last week, and then my fiancé and I were, uh, we also had tickets to see Lady Gaga. Okay.
1: okay. I was supposed to work the Hella Megator, I was supposed to do security for that. I was supposed to go that. Right, I was supposed to do security for Guns N' Roses, Smashing Pumpkins, and... Um, the arena tour, but however, I did get to hang out with Smith and Myers. So I'm jealous. Yep. Moving on. There you go. They I came wanted into see... like we're the talent I'm like. Go that
0: way. <laughs> I wanted to see the Green Day, Weezer. That, that
1: would have was... been cool.
0: Yeah.
1: See so them separately, but not
0: together. I grew up in, in that so era. Dying. So anyway, back to our. Uh... So let's uh, let's get started. Let's let's see. Um, who trained you?
2: Uh, I was trained by Dirty Funny
0: Deeds. Oh, we know him very DCW. well. C W. Yeah, I uh So you've been in this business for how long? Uh, well I started
2: in December of twenty fourteen. So okay. I guess, guess it'll be six years. I'm I'm kinda like right now on a hiatus from the business. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um sometimes you need to take that um short time off and right regroup, maybe change up a little of um Storylines and
1: yeah, we sat down in April and we're like, "Do you want to do it again?" He's like, "Sure, He's
0: like, go ahead." Yeah, Let's do it again. This this whole um this whole thing changed everything. Yeah. We were called the Insigori podcast. Found out nobody knows how to spell Insigori, and it's it's kind of sad, right? It's spelled in our name, but people still don't know how to spell it. <laughs> it took me two weeks to figure it
1: out. <laughs> well, I mean, you're an exception because you didn't grow up on wrestling and everything else like everybody else in this room and. Rob, you know what I mean. So like you're different. So um, and then we um, My
0: my old um co-host goes, I don't know these wrestlers. I don't want to do interviews. And, and he
1: basically just want to do WWE stuff. I'm like, what are we talking the
0: about? AEW. Uh, we're talking about my the old... name.
1: The name that your ex-wife got gotcha. yes, yes, my ex-wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you got me in the divorce.
0: <laughs> I got you in the divorce. <laughs> So we changed it to 2300 Wrestling Podcast after the ECW arena. Right. The, the love and everything. And,
1: and we've actually yeah. had ECW alum on the show. Oh, yes. We had Chris Hammer on. high have Chris Hammer.
0: Have you been to any ECW shows growing up? To me?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I was never... I didn't go to any shows, really, as a kid. Uh, just not something... Uh, my family could afford and then also ecw i didn't didn't really see a lot of ecw while it was going on
1: gotcha 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 yeah. so speaking of that speaking of family what did your family think of your parents and other people in the family what did they think when you said hey i want to be a professional wrestler
2: um it probably it didn't really surprise them it's something i had talked about you know i was i was obsessed with wrestling as a kid uh they there were times when they would get really frustrated with me because it's all I would talk about. So I don't <laughs> think it really shocked anyone when I started wrestling. Uh, so and you know my my parents haven't been to like all my shows or, or or anything like that, but they come out and they support me every once in a while. And yeah,
1: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. My my family, my parents wouldn't come mm. to any of the shows that me and my on. They came to a couple. My brother took a power bomb and they're like, nope. See you. See my my parents like I talk
0: about wrestling they're like, is that the only thing you know? Yes, yes I do. And movies, but you don't want to hear what movies I like, so That's never good. mind. So. We'll move on. There, yeah. You can watch the Disney movies. You think they're great? Homework. So what else? Um. So um, any pet peeves in the business that, like, like Dave hates when oh, referees don't wear their shirts tucked in, tucked in,
2: wearing
1: black, wear black shirt, shoes, wearing black shoes, yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know if you got time on this podcast for me to talk about pet peeves and wrestling, because I got a lot of them.
1: Oh, um,
0: I would like to I'm, hear them all. <laughs> uh, do
2: I'm we about, have six hours? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. For as, as young and, and you know, little time I have spent in the business, I, I consider myself a, a bitter old uh, worker. Because, I mean, it's just simple things. Um, I hate too many finishes. I hate... Uh, too many spas. I hate non-selling, overselling, burying the ref. You know, we could go on and on.
1: Yeah, we we did a show at what um, the show Center when they yes. were getting big, and a couple guys getting ready to train, and each they did like seven, eight matches, and each and every match had a cannonball. I want monkey flips. Something. I want an old school match. Talk about old school matches, go back and watch like Nova when he was wrestling back then. Watch those matches with him, not Johnny Nova. I know who you're talking about. Right. Watch him. Even watch Robbie Radke wrestle more, too. Yes. Good idea. <laughs>
2: well, I, I appreciate that. I, I try to be, <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself old school per se. I, I just think that you can have a, a more modern style without throwing out. Um, you know what? What makes wrestling great?
1: Right, I mm. agree with that completely.
0: What's what's your um point on comedy matches? I think they have their place.
2: Uh, wrestling is a variety show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love Dean Malenko, but I couldn't watch a full card of Dean Malenko style matches because there's no fun in that. Correct. I, I also wouldn't watch a a card full of you know comedy matches either like an uh, like kind 2 like I wouldn't yeah. I, you need variety in wrestling right. Every everything can't be the same different flavors of ice cream all those cliches
1: you ever hear of a company called uh, H2O out here in New Jersey I, I've heard of them yeah we go to their shows and they're great wrestling matches some great high flying kids great hardcore matches great comedy matches uh, the guy who runs is named Matt Tremont and he's just the variety is there, and that's what I like about that company. Yeah,
2: I mean that that's that's it's it's important because you know not every wrestling fan has the same taste, so you have to cater to a much broader audience.
1: Correct, right?
2: And I, you know, and I, you know, I I try to take my matches somewhat seriously, um, but you know, I used to do the Joe Kerr gimmick, so I've yeah. I've done comedy spots. Um, yeah, you got to do a little. Throwing a little bit of everything, yeah. That's one to a broad audience.
0: It's one of the reasons why we have Shakar out there. We got um mm-hmm. Stan Styles doing his stuff. We got we got we got our comedy. You know what I mean? Right. And Mr. Oolala, I love Mr. Oolala. <laughs> Anything he does, I'm I'm there. I'm gonna watch it. and I'm gonna be his best friend. I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm a real big Oolala fan myself, and he's probably the nicest guy.
0: Um, in wrestling, you want to know a secret? I live in Cave Fabe, France, too. k Yeah, Cave yeah. France. Too. Do
1: you wait 8675309? Yeah, somewhere near there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, like, he gave me his address. I drove, like, it was only three minutes away, and he's in my neighborhood. It was just funny. It's like,
1: ha ha. You can see him walking around the shop, by ooh la la!
0: Dude, I'm like, <laughs> I'm right near his house, going, ooh la la! <laughs> I don't hear anything. I think he's at work.
2: <laughs> no, Mister Uwala is great, and not only that he's a comedy wrestler, but that he is a very smart wrestler. He is very um, not technical, but old school, and that less is more. You don't have to take a whole bunch of bumps to, to get over. Correct. Right. He,
1: he's
2: a very he's a great guy to watch to learn from.
1: Well, I completely agree with that, especially with how long he's been doing. What thirty years? Yeah, thirty-five years. He did. Like
0: that. He did a, um, a match for Stan Styles, um at H2O um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, That's he took so on Ava he, Taker, yeah. and like um, he's laying there, he's trying to do the Undertaker sit up, and like he's like asking her to pull him up, and she's trying to pull him up. It was so funny. It's like this is great. <laughs> yeah. So we we totally love Allah on the show. He's family to us. Like
1: Thank you, Allah.
0: and like right now, you're gonna be part of our family too. So welcome to the family. I Want to say it now? Because somehow I always forget at the end of every the day. Time the every time, every time. I know the past five shows i you forgot should be, to say. You should be ashamed of yourself. I know. I'm horrible. Oh, Yeah. So what was the best advice you've been given? Um,
2: man, I've I've been given quite a bit of advice. Uh, a lot of it. Very good. Um, man, that's a that won't put me on the spot there.
0: Oh, it's okay. Sorry, Rob. We can edit if you want.
2: Yeah, thanks. I'll I'll tell you what. I I hate to to. I won't say who gave me this advice because he's a very controversial figure around here, and I hate that he gave. He's the person that gave me this advice. But after my first match, my very first match, I worked with Travis Banks, who I was I trained with. Uh, at the same school and everything. It was both our first matches. And, you know, for a first match, I can still look back on it and say, you know, it's a solid match. I'm I'm very proud of it. Uh, But when we came back through the curtain, this person came to us and said, when you get the crowd up, keep them up. Mm. And that's something that's always stuck with me. I also, actually, I got advice from Scott Hall uh, before I had a ladder match. And I, I never tell, like if I ever go to a meet and greet, I never tell people that I'm a worker or anything, but this time I did because it was Scott Hall and I had a ladder match that night. And, you know, obviously I'm going to watch Scott Hall ladder matches to, to study. So I told him I was studying his matches and he told me, and he was so excited to hear anyone like that. Anyone was studying his stuff that he, he he sat me down and was like, look, the thing about ladder matches is, you have to acknowledge the prize and you have to consistently acknowledge the prize. Nobody does that anymore. Everyone just wants to do their spots, which is fine. That's what that's for. But the the prize is the title or the briefcase or whatever's up there. So you have to look up at it. That's what you're trying to get to. You have to let the fans know that that's the goal. And it made a lot of sense. And that's another thing that just really sticks with me.
1: Yeah. And, that, that was a great advice right there. Um, I think the best advice ever being on the show was Corey. Gotta love Corey Castle. Corey came on a couple of weeks ago and he said, Don't be 12. Don't be 12. That was his advice. Don't, don't be, 12. be
0: 12. So I, I'm never <laughs> running around as a 12 year old. So I'm like 13 now.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> Corey, Corey Castle is a, a great guy to get advice from he is as well.
1: Great. Yeah, I, tell him, I was surprised he said yes to come on the show. I'm like, Cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, like another like just like Ooh La La, one of the nicest people oh yeah that i've met in my time in the business
1: right and if you get a chance i don't know did you see bruce yet his movie is i it,
2: have it's really good oh my god oh my it
1: was gosh, great. amazing so are, do
0: you like Watch um it, movies are you a movie fan not so much
2: anymore uh, when i was like a teenager we go to the movies all the time uh I don't find myself feeling like I want to sit down or settle down for that long or try to pay attention to something for that long. Yeah. Uh, so I watch movies occasionally here and there. If there's something I'm really excited about. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's not really my thing anymore.
1: No, I haven't seen a good movie in years. So
2: um, I'm, I'm actually unapologetically a really big fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise. This is what Hobbs and Shaw uh,
1: yesterday. Really good.
2: Hobbs and Shaw is maybe my favorite movie. I know that like I know that they're not good movies. Don't get me wrong, but they're so absurd and uh, ridiculous that I cannot get enough of them.
1: Yeah. So when when you like work out and stuff like that, what do you listen to in the background?
2: Uh, a little bit of everything. Honestly, my workout playlist consists of like a lot of like, I have some Mac 10, um, some, some metal, a lot of falling in reverse. Uh, and then I, I switch it up. Sometimes I listen to Taylor Swift, uh, Miley Cyrus, that kind of stuff, whatever, whatever I'm feeling That's that nice. day.
1: do you see him like sitting there lifting? And then all of a sudden you, I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, more. I think it's more Taylor
2: Swift. More Taylor
1: Swift. On yeah. I've I've
2: used wrecking ball as entrance music before. Yeah, true. Yeah. That is awesome. The, the quality song.
0: Um, who was it? Zabra Cross uses Madonna. One of Madonna's songs. He used it as
1: Material Girl. Yeah, and I I, I started and singing Mark, along because I Mark thought King it was awesome. at the Kokomo.
0: But it's like cr- great when people use different songs. And then when you see the same people using the same songs, you're like, uh, didn't somebody just come out using that Metallica song like 15 times right. already
1: today? Like I hear everybody he using I Stand Alone by Godsmack. Um, side story. So there's a guy named, everybody knows Frank Cody. So oh, who's Frank, that? The you show you star? Who's, <laughs> who's that again? Frank Cody. I'm just kidding. Um, when he was managing, <laughs> he came out to You Are So Beautiful. Yeah. And it was Wait, funny. By... by Joe Cocker. That's awesome. and, and I thought it was just funny. It's funny. It was great. Yeah, like it
0: doesn't matter if it gets over Hoover. It's right. the best thing in wrestling, and that's the best thing you had to do. Yeah. Um, okay, the hardest chop you ever had?
2: Um, I I've never really taken. I, I I guess I've been fortunate. I haven't had to take a whole lot of chop. Um, I'm not a big fan of them in general. But yeah, I don't. I I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't taking a bunch of chops really
1: what about a hard bump? What is the hardest um move, bump you ever take? Hardest bump I've ever taken,
2: uh would probably be I took a snow plow from uh the second rope uh from Lewis G. Rich. And <laughs> that was a pretty snug bump. Yeah. Cool.
1: That's a hard move to begin with.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it Turned out really well. Like it looked really good and pretty solid match. I love working Louis G. Rich. So and he's a guy I would when he pitched it to me, I was I was like, you know, if anyone else had pitched this to me, I'd probably say no. But because, you know, you're Louis G. Rich, I trust that you're gonna yeah. take care of me. And right. he does.
0: That that's the best thing. Like yeah. it, safety is my number one thing I love to talk Always. about. Always. Um like I one of my pet peeves, like, I see out there is, like, when somebody, let's say they go out, um, do, like, a um, moonsault outside the, outside to the ring, outside to the floor, I mean, not in the ring, in the floor, and, like, I think the referee should slide out, make sure the person's okay, and slide back in and count. You know what I mean? Like, last yeah. night, I was watching the show, and, like, the girls, the one girl looked like she hit the ground, grass, really hard, mm. but and um, I'm, like... The referee stayed in the ring. He showed that came out and checked, and See, went back in with me.
1: I'll look over and if they look up and give me the thumbs, it's something like that. that. It's if they there. give
0: you, if they, right. if they give if you, they give me a signal. But it just felt like he didn't started. do anything and he started counting, and it was a pet peeve of mine. But hey, right. But I was saying that to a another wrestler that night, and we were just chatting, watching the match, and. An old pet peeve is when a wrestler talks and you can hear them. Tell,
1: um, oh, calling it, calling it out oh. loud,
0: and it happened last night. And I'm looking, and the rest—I'm not going to name the wrestler that um, was with me, chatting with me. And he's like, "Yeah, I can't say anything because I don't want to get into it." I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to say your name anyway," but like, I hate it when I can hear you from the ring, and I'm—I'm I'm a little bit like ten feet away, and. What's your opinion about um, being loud in a match calling? That one doesn't really bother
2: me so much. Um, I don't know if maybe I'm just accustomed to it, or I, 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 I would rather over communicate in the ring than than not communicate at all and end up getting mistimed or, or get off balance or things like that.
1: Makes sense, yeah. yeah, yeah makes sense. So. If you could go back in time, would you go back in time to start earlier? see here's the
2: thing. So I actually when i I first started trying out to train for wrestling when I graduated high school. Okay. Um, but for you know for various different reasons, it just it didn't work out after like a month or so. And then it was like eight years or so before I tried it again. And I often actually think about what would have happened if I had stuck with it the first time, but at the end of the day i'm I'm glad I came up the way I came. I'm glad I met the people I met at the time I met them, so i yeah, I can't really regret yeah too that, much that that's
0: one cool thing, like that like take time, get to know other people before you do anything' Cause yeah learning new things all the time go okay, yeah, um. Learning from somebody that's a horrible trainer it might hmm. might mess you up for the rest of your career. You know what I mean?
1: Right. But, well, you got a yep. next question? Huh? You got a next question? Yeah, I can do another one. Yeah. Um, so, with the fans being the fans and how they are, trust me, I've seen it, Do you, how far do you think is too far?
2: Um, in, in regards to what?
1: So... We were talking to um, Crazy Steve the one day and he was telling us about how a fan from Australia, Now, mind you, he's from Tennessee in that area and a fan from like Australia was sending him stuff to wear and all that and I don't know if you've ever seen Crazy Steve, Steve's about five 5'8", 185 pounds and this chick was sending him 3X shirts and whole bunch of other stuff that would look like a dress on him. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: So, how far is like too far with the fans? Um I see I don't I don't
2: know. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had to experience anything like that.
1: Okay.
2: Um So I, I see me I I try to so I I try to separate myself from like fan from wrestler like when i'm a fan i'm a fan and i'm right. i'm, a, I'm a, uh, and i go for it and i'm not like super worried about being a mark or whatever but like i i think con- i feel like trying to contact a wrestler is maybe a red flag any like to begin with so it's very difficult to try and navigate stuff like that cuz who knows where the gray area is or where the line is
0: oh i agree completely yeah what you're <laughs> So, um, table five. Oh,
1: table five. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're going crazy literally, right literally. now. Table five. Side story: You can't see us. I looked at him. I put my my hand up like a five for him to do that question, and without fail, he went right into it. Yeah, yeah. table That's
0: five.
1: Cool. So there you go. See, we're a tag team, man. Yeah. We're like the 2,300 tag team champions, like, you know what I mean? Like you can't beat us. A I know. But you hear that table for five. So table for five. five. I'm going to start people. this now. Okay, okay. So it's five people. You're the fifth person. Who would be the other four that you would like want to have a beer with or go to have dinner with? Like We had Lance on Hawaii on the show the other day. and Not the other day. It was like months. Still, a couple weeks ago. The other
0: episode.
1: Right. And he did, it was his whole family, which was really cool. So, anybody you would want to sit with? Dead, Dead live,
0: trainers, undead. (laughs)
2: Let's say, um, go Eddie Guerrero, um, Taylor Swift. Ooh. (laughs) Not a bad choice. Uh, The Rock. Um, what am I at? Three? I got one more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. One more person to have a beer with or dinner. Um, that's a good question.
1: I don't know. Stone Cold. Five. Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be on my list. To have beer, but it would have to be his beer. Well,
2: beer. yeah, yeah I, I, I haven't
1: tried his yet. I haven't tried to get, get it either. around here. Taylor Swift might like, feel a little left
2: out there, a little confused. I don't know, but Taylor
1: Swift probably a wine or something like that. I don't assume. Where'd you come from? <laughs>
0: The Other side of the table, this is Brian Bennett. We call him the Bennett
1: Factor. <laughs> the Bennett yeah. Factor, he bought mm-hmm. us a new one. Um, yep. he's yeah. he's our uh, what do you call it? Our backer, our backer. There we go. So, yeah, he's, he's in
0: it. the uh, the training seat today. Yeah, Yep. Right learning how
1: to do everything. All right, so do you ever have a geek out moment? Geek out, like like a mark out moment? Yes. Yeah, kind of like mine was I was we I didn't mean, want to use
0: the word mark out, some people right. get offended.
1: I was at one of the ECW shows, and I think it was Hardcore, oh, and it was 03, or before, I can't remember, when it was Steve Carino versus Dusty Rhodes in the bull rip match. And I'm sitting there, I'm talking to Steve, and we're hanging out, and Dusty walks up, and shakes my hand, and I'm like, ah, hi. <laughs> He's like, what's up, brother? <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom now. So, do you have That's a that. geek out moment?
2: Um. So is this like, or, so is it like? Are you talking about like getting starstruck?
1: Yeah, yeah like starstruck. Of, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think meeting Vicky Guerrero was the closest thing. That's
1: pretty cool. That, that uh, is
2: cool. U- usually, I'm I'm pretty good at holding my composure and, and being like, you know, up. I see myself. I know I, know. I see myself as a peer when I like work on shows with people and stuff like that. But Vicky right. Guerrero, uh, because she's not only like, you know, a Guerrero and I'm a gigantic Eddie Guerrero, Mark, oh, yeah. but she's also like one of the best heels
1: ever. So,
0: Oh my gosh. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Just hearing that, that high streak, excuse me. Everybody's like, Oh God. Like I loved it, it. Worked. People got pissed off, and right.
0: I was happy about it because it worked.
2: Yeah, I remember she used to do promos and like could couldn't speak because the crowd was just going so loud and is, you know,
1: the best shit or right. stuff, Sorry. No, no, you can curse.
0: Oh, you can, can say stop. whatever you want, you can, man. Uh, Except call we, me for dinner.
1: I can, we, I we we had Chris Hammack on a couple weeks ago, uh, and love Chris Hammock, great friend and everything else. But every other. Well, that's a good segue into the uh, pranks and Ribs. Hey, it is. It is a good segue. But- so, did ever rib or prank anybody? Um, did I have I ribbed anybody? No,
2: I don't, don't think so. Not that I can recall. Um, yeah, so- no, I don't. I'm not not much of a ribber.
0: So I I, I am. Yeah, you know I mean, I do it for love, you know what I mean? Like if I rib you it means something, i I'm cool with you. So um uh-huh. we have a friend that um likes to play trivia at a bar and drink and all that stuff and you go went outside to smoke. And um
1: so I the was like this story. to the
0: bartender, I'm like, hey, do you have anything behind that counter that looks like beer? But
1: isn't beer.
0: But isn't beer. And he goes, Oh, apple juice. I'm like Oh, cool! Can you put a glass right there and see what happens? And um, he goes, "Yeah, that's a great idea." So he gets the apple juice, pours the glass, puts it in front, and my friend comes back from the smoke, and he sits down. So I'm going to sidetrack a minute. His name is uh, Rick Jackson. Okay. So um, um, he he picks up his drink and he's like, he's like, something's wrong with my beer. What the hell is this? It's like something's wrong here. And it's like, dude, it's beer. I saw him put it down. Dude, he poured it. And then he tri- tries it again. He's like, ah, dude, something's wrong. It tastes bad. Dave Dave over here goes, picks it up and drinks it. And he's like, no, it's beer, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, and then the other bartender standing nearby started laughing. And he saw her laughing and goes, what did you guys do? And like, at the end of it, I'm like, it's apple juice. He goes, it doesn't taste like apple juice. It's like, well, what does it taste like? I asked the bartender, can you give me a shot of it? And I drank it. I was like, dude, it's apple juice. So in that whole time doing trivia, I asked the guy, because um, Rick likes to name his group name Slayer is God all the time. Don't make sense. I don't know why. but um, So I asked the guy, I said, like, can you change that name to Apple Jacks? So we kept on calling them apple checks for the rest of the night. So no, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so I, I I like doing little things. I keep on doing uh, ribs with Dave every year about road trips. Segway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we're on
1: a roll today. Man. Yeah. What's what kind of roll? Is it the Kaiser? Is it Chapat? What, what kind yeah. of? Oh, in California.
0: Yeah. There's, what's going on? <laughs> but like I like I like the little fun and having ribbing.
1: What is it? What was it? The Friars Club
0: Roast? Roast the ones we love? Yes. So that's why we're ribbing each other? Oh, yeah. So, Dave loves to like, tell me the story about him and Gangrel and Mike Keener driving down the road. <laughs> and he goes, Gangrel fell asleep. You have to say it like Vince. Like, Gangrel. That was all very Gangrel. He's really into it tonight. Right. Fell asleep. I'm
1: like, and I'm like, oh, that's a great road trip, man. Thank you so do you have like a road trip story or anything like that um a that long story cool. anything like other than falling asleep falling asleep yeah
2: no, i have taken <laughs> I, I i took a trip with uh another wrestler and raven to connecticut uh in like my first year wrestling so that was pretty cool
0: that is kind of cool was um, raven any um any like advice from him or stories or anything like that? Uh, like, I mean,
2: no, nothing clear cut uh he, he did tell stories and stuff. Um, I actually ended up so i I sold or helped him sell merch at his gimmick table when we got to the show, and his gimmick table was right next to Sandman's, and they you know were catching up and talking about how. Sandman was a carpenter, and then and, and so K- Sandman built the cross that he was crucified on. Yeah. Um So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. A lot of the road trips I've ta- like I've taken a lot of road trips with Killian McMurphy.
0: Oh, great, there great, great right there. Yeah, I like him.
2: U- usually they end with us uh, getting Waffle House on the way home and eating an NCW yeah, he he gets Waffle House, eats way too much of it, and then pukes in my apartment complex parking oh. lot when we get home. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> oh, Gus, we need to bring Killian back on and ask him about yeah. that story. Um,
1: <laughs> do you have a, in your career, favorite match so far?
2: Favorite match? I have a several favorite matches. It's hard to really pick one because they're, they're – they're good for different reasons. Right. Um so I had I had my uh retirement match in December with Killian and McMurphy. Um that one's up there. Not my performance wasn't like really great, but I think we told like a great story. Uh we had a lot of you know, we drew a big house which is I always find important. We we had a great time with the build up of the match. Which which company was it. that for? This was for 1CW. Okay. Okay, Sean
0: yeah, We know Sean. Sean. Yeah, this
2: it? was in Houston, Delaware. Okay, and okay. So that one's up there. That one's pretty special to me. I had a match with Ty Awesome. Okay. Um, back in like 2016 where I won the, the Cruiserweight title. Uh, that match is, is great. Just I don't know. Is is the first time I got a This Is Awesome chant.
0: Oh, um, that's great. Right.
2: Uh, yeah, and it was one of my first singles matches that I got to actually really like show what I can do. Um I had a street fight with Travis Banks who, you know, he and I had our first match together. We had this like tag team for a long time. We split up. We had a great story, a great great rival with which culminated in this street fight. That was a, a a main event, like our my first main event, his first main event. It was, it was that one's up there, too. And then I think if I were to just tell someone, like, here, watch this match to see, like, m- what I'm capable of. Uh, I had a match with Damian Smith at Outbreak for the Outbreak Championship a few years ago, and I that that one, like, I think is the most solid, like, work rate match that I've ever had.
1: Yeah. So, our producer here, our sound producer, wants to ask you a question. He, he's a, the biggest movie, a music yeah. guy out here and he's like, I'm a music guy. So he wants to ask you a question.
0: Uh, okay.
1: uh, he wants to know I what's your favorite
0: memory loss, my bad. He wants to know oh, what's what your, your favorite Taylor Taylor Swift song. That's what it says here on the
2: script. My favorite Taylor Swift song?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: I actually, I I recently was when I was bored a couple weeks ago, made a list of every single Taylor Swift song and ranked them. Really? Uh, yeah, but my sort of number one. Yeah, number one is "Haunted."
0: Okay.
2: okay. Uh, from the Speak Now album, my top three is "Haunted," um, "All Too Well," and "Forever and Always" the piano version.
1: Now, wasn't that a cover though? That was originally a uh, Shania Twain song, wasn't it? I don't think so. I always like the uh, yeah. when they do the death metal covers of you know, popular songs. There's a couple good ones. I who so we did the one for, who did Blank Space? Uh, I Prevail. Yeah, I Prevail did a good cover of Blank Space.
0: So did you ever have anything that went wrong in a match or towards oh, the all match? Like all the time.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: in that in that tie also match that I referenced, um, at the very end of the match, um, my finish at the time was a frog splash, uh, and I I slipped off the top rope right before the finish. Um, yeah, I, I had a a match at MCW that I went for like a springboard and slipped. I mean, stuff happens. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, okay um, uh, what do you what do you say? What do you want to say? Um, because I would like to talk about the Me Too and Speak Out movement okay, that you was do going that.
1: on. And my my last question for you. Um, we're time restraints here for some other reason. Um, do you have a dream?
0: Like a when dream, you're match, dream, dream match. match I dream match. Dream
2: a dream like a dream match or, yeah or, um, well I don't know it's hard to say I my goal when I started wrestling was really just I only I just wanted to have one match and you know just kind of got addicted to it but my, my my goal once I started to get into it was just to work a name and I've thus far haven't been able to do that uh, so I guess you know yeah, that's yeah. up there
0: like with the whole, like the whole, um, speak out me to movement that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I noticed like, um, there was a lot of bullying going around, all that stuff. Has, have you been hit by the bullying bug or anything like that or sex harassment by other wrestlers or anything? Um, uh,
2: I've been bullied for sure. Um, like the the guy who I mentioned who gave me the really good advice. Um, he was he was a scumbag and a bully mm. and what a dick. part of that like old guard philosophy, like that gatekeepy Yeah dumb like, you know, you know, the guy threatened to
0: kill me at one point.
1: Oh, what the fuck? That, that's fucked uh, up, song, you?
2: Over over dumb wrestling shit, so
0: if market. you remember um, Bruiser Brody getting killed in a, over money, this shit's that yeah. shit's fucked up.
1: And, right. Oh, I agree.
0: And dude, you got friends here anytime. You know what I mean? We're, yeah, we'll we got we got your back. You know? We'll we'll hide the body. It's good.
2: I mean, well, I mean that's <laughs> like, I don't have to worry about that guy anymore. But um, oh, okay. Thank other you. than that, like, no, I. Most of the, the things that happen with me in wrestling are like. Just stupid, like, gossipy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Somewhere along the route lines, I got a, a reputation for being uh, difficult, but...
1: Wait wait, You being difficult? Yeah, I'm the difficult uh, one. So, I, I've left I mean, almost a numerous amount of your matches and never once. Never. It's crazy. Like, there's people out there... Well, that's I'm the jealous. thing. It's, it's it's usually never
2: people who I I wrestle. It's 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 all hearsay and, and yeah. stupid, gossipy high school bullshit. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't play them games. That's no, good. I don't. That's, no, I'm a grown it's, up.
2: I'm not twelve. A, a lot of that is is like why I had had a retirement match because I just didn't feel like dealing with it anymore. Yeah, but, um, and I've had like you know I've had fallings out with. Promoters a few times, and the last time that happened I was like yeah I'm, i'm I'm kind of done,
0: yeah, but you know you can still come back and go look around for different promoters and right we we met a bunch of them already, and we're enjoying enjoying talking to them um yeah. hey, Chad um, Menace, um Billy um what's his last name first yeah, yeah yeah um for um Marlon Titans. yeah,
1: yeah. Marlon Dinkins.
0: Yeah, he's doing um, now. Yeah, but um, there's some good people out there, and I. You know, you can stay away from other promoters and learn from other people too. You know what I mean? Is yeah. that Rob Fury? He steals money from charity. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a charity coming up. on um, called Vows Pals Go to War. Have you heard about that? I have not. So, Val, I I like to tell other people about this because um, it's a good cause, Um, and it's wrong how the government is treating people that are special needs. Um,
1: Yeah, I enjoy doing it for a living.
0: N- n- yeah. Stop, stop.
1: It's not about you. No. Not stop. <laughs> anyway, moving not on. Not
0: even what I'm getting at. So, Val, Val's uh, family's paying out of pocket, and the government insurance will not cover half of his medical bills. Right. So Val would never have a job in his life because he's nonverbal and all that stuff. So Chad Menace, um, he's gonna be coming on to do something for um, next week um episode. Um he did this um Val's pal goes to war and ha- um half of the money goes to Val and the other half goes to the town to get paid. So that's right. that's awesome that he's doing this for Val, you know what I mean? to help pay mm-hmm. for any medicals or any. So right there, that gives me a lot of um, respect for a promoter doing it. Before, yeah, it. there was a promotion, was doing it, but he kept the money and ran. And and that's wrong, you know what I mean? you and, got some
1: yeah. great people coming there for it. Oh, my that's gosh, fun. a lot of great.
0: If yeah. you have a chance, um, look it up and maybe take a trip down there and check it out, you know what I mean? Ooh, welcome the, you mean up there? Up there, down up there, down whatever. The mean. Right, let's
1: start. Uh, I'm,
0: dude, I'm a telka kid. We say wrong things all the time. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh there you go. Know, we're sending it to you. Check it out. Yeah, I just sent you the promo, Rob. Oh, cool. Yeah, right, cool. Thank you. Welcome. So what are you doing? I'm I'm watching them dancing and like what what do you wanted me to ask? Like, you want me to ask the greatest question of all time?
1: Yeah. Be the greatest showman, the greatest showman of all time, yep. yeah, okay. Anyway, anyway, I'm looking at the list. I think we,
0: the last question, yes, the last question. I'm thinking in my head what the last question could be. <sighs> question. I, I don't have the last question. I was uh, looking what's at your, his favorite what's uh, your favorite color? What's your
1: favorite color? Um, this is important. You gotta really, be I don't know that, that I have a favorite color, really. <laughs> all right,
0: okay. so yeah. let me write that down. Okay, designers for your tights and all that. Um what what, what you wait, wait, you know what we're gonna ask him? What? The
1: shit question.
0: Why are we gonna ask the shit oh, question? Oh
1: shit. I
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I haven't done this in <laughs> a long time because there's only one wrestler told me I should um ask that question all the time. And wait, can I do and, a side story? Yeah, do the side only story. reason
1: why I'm saying that is because somebody who I thought was a great wrestler and a great guy, God rest his soul. Said so yes, ask that fucking question. Always ask that fucking question.
0: Fuck yeah. God rest chat. So yeah, um we were at um icons in Philadelphia and um Dave Dahl, you know Dave Dahl?
2: Uh sounds familiar.
0: Um he told me like on the show because we asked the question, have you ever sharted or threw threw up in a match and um mm-hmm. Or know someone who did. Or if you have a story in a match that somebody and um Dave Dahl's like, never say that um question ever again. And and then um we were talking to Chad and JTG and like and he goes, Chad's like, Yes, that's the greatest question in the world. Ask it. And I looked at okay. Dave Dahl, and Dave Dahl's like, hey dude, he's saying to ask the question. So I asked <laughs> the question. So have you ever or in a match that you're in, started
1: Or Or, the opponent.
0: Or a throw-up in the match. Because I can go back on Greg Spitz. He said he threw up under under the ring. ring. Um, Brian Pillman Jr., I was at the show. It was magic. And he got chopped by Dan Math. And everybody started laughing at his tights. And he changed his tights. And people at, at the end of the match went, Where's your tights? And... So has that ever happened to you or opponent in your match?
2: Uh, It hasn't happened to me or like an opponent, but I will tell you um, So sunny deeds, my trainer used to always tell me and everyone he trained. He's like, he used to talk about doing that in a match as if it was a foregone conclusion. Like every wrestler does it. It's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. But it, me and everyone who I trained with we always give him you know rib him about it like yeah that's never happened to any of us ever like it's only happened to you <laughs> he'll he'll tell you that yes it's, he he tells it tells those stories all the time
0: yeah so um thank you for coming on my friend um yeah,
1: thank you Rob you my are friend. welcome
0: to come on anytime you want i will put you on the schedule do whatever you want Talk to Dave, me, whatever. We'll have fun. We'll I'm talk good. about anything. If you want to talk about WWE, we can talk about WWE. If you want to talk about AEW or Independence, we can talk. If you want to talk about Taylor Swift. If you want to talk <laughs> about um, that, we can do that. Why are you making fun of that? That's I'm awesome stuff. No, I'm not making fun. I want to know. <laughs> you want to know? See, I, I prefer her country stuff. That's just me. So, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, dude, um, the Timber Girl song. I like that song. She's from Pennsylvania.
1: What's that? She's from Pennsylvania. She's, She's from Weston, I mean, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't know like, that. I like Montgomery County or something like that. Yeah, I love that county. Yeah. Um, so, and guess what,
0: Dave? Hey. We are ending the show right now because I don't know why. Because mm-hmm. we're having fun. It's so, um, I am D.B. Richards. I'm Dave Keener. And we'll see, see you in, you in the ring. ring. Oh, my God. They set in sync for the first time. Oh, my gosh. It only took a
2: season.